You know that song, Girls Just Wanna Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper? Well, I think that song should have actually been named Girls Just Wanna Have Fun Coding. Or, Girls Just Wanna Have Fun Becoming a Neuroscientist. Or, how about Girls Just Wanna Have Fun Working in the STEM Industry Amongst a Diverse Population of Coworkers. Born and raised in the heart of Silicon Valley, I grew up absorbing the intense, innovative, technological, groundbreaking society that is the Bay Area. Google and Apple headquarters are 10 minutes away. I can bike to Stanford. I'm immersed in a fertile area for growth, innovation, and education. Yet, in seventh grade, while I was at a school open house, the principal looked confused when I told him I loved math. In 8th grade, I realized I was one of four girls in a classroom of 16 taking a high-level math class. When I interned at Paxata, a software and data prep company, majority of the software engineers were male. Why is there a huge gender gap when it comes to the STEM force? And more importantly, what can I do to bridge it? Hi, I'm Nikila Nanduri, and today I'm going to explore the causes of gender gaps within the STEM industry in Silicon Valley and how we can encourage more girls to pursue STEM in college. I wanted to talk to a professional with first-hand experience as a woman in the STEM industry, a software engineer at a startup who also doubles as a technology teacher at an independent school in Menlo Park. I am proud to introduce Karen. I asked Karen to tell me about her experience being a woman in STEM, both in her college and graduate studies and then in the professional field. Most of it is like I taught a lot of classes as a GSI or and an undergraduate GSI. What is a GSI? A graduate student instructor. Got so basically you assist the professor. Mm. So I taught a lot of those classes and actually, you know, consistently I think at least a couple of a handful of times I was the only woman on staff, which means that like in a class of five hundred students, you have like ten to twenty male. Um, teachers oh. and only one one female teacher oh my gosh which is like that's really it's bad. like you know like it's like for a class like ai and you see that you don't feel that encouraged to like get to a higher level um but you know we did actively always want to find women to put mm -hmm. on staff it's just like it was really difficult to be honest Karen's account of the gender imbalance in the STEM industry is not surprising. According to the National Girls Collaborative Project, in 2015, women received over half of bachelor's degrees awarded in the biological sciences, but received only 18% of computer science degrees, 20% of engineering degrees, 39% of physical science degrees, and 43% of mathematics degrees. In 2018, only 28% of the science and engineering workforce were made up of women. Interestingly, however, there was more representation of minority women in fields such as psychology, social sciences, and biological sciences. So why are girls deliberately choosing these fields rather than mathematics, tech, or more math-based sciences like physics or chemistry?
The Guardian highlighted a global study that analyzed both girls' and boys' performances on the International Student Assessment. According to the study, girls were shown to do as well or outperform boys in STEM classwork but do worse on tests. The International Student Assessment from 2015 shows that the average difference in score on the exam was 19 points. Before and while they were taking the test, most girls expressed test anxiety and it seemed to affect their score. So I began to wonder whether anxiety and self-confidence issues were the main reason why many girls in Silicon Valley were opposed to STEM careers. I decided to test my theory by conducting an informal survey with 20 high school girls ranging from 9th to 12th grade. First, I asked each girl to rate their interest in a STEM career from 1 to 10, with 1 being never and 10 being that they are fully committed to study STEM in college. I was excited to find out that around 50% of girls wrote 8 or higher. But still, I noticed that these girls strongly preferred subjects such as biology or chemistry rather than computer science or math. Around 61.9% of girls said that they were interested in biology, while in comparison, only 23.8% of girls said that they would be interested in studying math or computer science. In comparison, 28.6% of girls were interested in engineering, 19% were interested in physics, and 38.1% of girls were interested in chemistry. After looking at the data, I wasn't super surprised that majority of girls planned or preferred to study biology rather than math. After all, roughly the same numbers were shown in the National Girls Collaborative Project, but what I still didn't understand was why. One of the following questions on my survey specifically addressed girls who weren't interested in STEM. When stating the reasons for not pursuing STEM, 66.7% of girls said that they experienced anxiety when studying or learning concepts within these areas. In addition, 50% of girls said that they feel as though they're simply not good at a particular subject. Wow! Even in the Silicon Valley, girls today experience so much anxiety when learning STEM concepts that they feel they're not good enough or are too uncomfortable to further their study in STEM. While there have been efforts made to promote women in STEM through programs like the Girls Leadership Conference or Girls Who Code, it simply isn't enough. We need to find a way to do more. So if self-confidence and anxiety are some factors, what else affects a girl's decision to choose a STEM major in college? I talked to Marvin Coote, the college counselor at my school, to find out how many girls in the class of 2019 and the current class of 2020 decided to major in STEM and what led them to do so. <laughs> so last year, 43 kids, um, roughly, uh, probably 22 to 23 girls. Um, 12 were going to be STEM majors, many in the applied sciences from mechanical engineering, comp sci, and things like that, but also the bio and all the way to um, the softer version of STEM, including um, environmental sciences. Uh, this current senior class, when we just did that count, there are 53 kids in that class, approximately 20 five uh, 26 uh, girls we have pretty good gender distribution you only counted eight that were going to do the stem stem fields um, and a big chunk of those were going to be bought big chunk of a uh, bio uh, there's some really strong science kids um, that think when they get to college 
they will end up not being a science major. There's probably one or two that could be added to that that could flip into STEM, and that including math. Um, Each year, there was a huge difference in the amount of girls pursuing STEM, which led me to ponder another question. Do girls choose STEM jobs because of their association with higher-paying jobs? I believe the average um, woman that has said that they want to major in science, it's been out of a genuine passion in the, um, the, the field or something from a class they took. I've definitely had people take some, uh, some of these... CS classes, like with uh, Mr. Marks, Hagai, and I'd be like, oh my God, it sounds really cool. I want to do lots more of it in school. I met with a senior, uh, someone that was a senior last year when she came back, and we were talking about how she's doing a lot of that, but has taken it to graphic arts and animation. So while money may guide some girls to choose STEM, the majority of girls at Pinewood chose a STEM major, particularly the sciences, because they had already developed an interest for it during their years in high school. Morgan Vanderlindy, a junior at Pinewood High School, is one of the many girls whose passion for the sciences led her to think about a career in STEM in one of the hardest sciences, chemistry. Morgan decided that she wanted to study chemistry in college after her experience in her 10th grade honors chemistry class. Her dad eventually took notice and guided her on to exploring further career options in her fields of interest. Um, when I first brought it up to my dad that I was really enjoying chemistry in school, um, he started talking to me about this guy who he works with, who works in material sciences. And um, ma the material sciences part is what, what really grabbed me. And we sort of just talked about the career more and like opportunities and stuff like that. And I think just being exposed to that immediately is sort of what let me believe like oh this is really an opportunity like I can fully do this in college and I can have a good job and, and so because Morgan's interest in chemistry was encouraged by her father and her teacher she was able to view chemistry in a different light the basis for her future career she started becoming more and more amazed by the applications of chemistry to simple everyday actions which to some people is about as easy to understand as hieroglyphics. It's sort of funny, but there was this one uh, subject that we were learning about of like, um, just like hybridization of yeah. different orbitals in, um, in my chem class. And we started talking about graphene, which is just like of graphite and how it like, it's sort of layered like that. And then when you write, I, so I took that and I had this moment, like this aha moment, aha moment sort of, where you like, when you write, it's just one of those sheets of graphene coming off and attaching to the paper. And so that sort of blew my mind a little bit. And like having um, Michaela um, go and like have the same sort of aha moment too at the same time, it was sort of like, whoa, like that's really cool. <laughs> and it sort of just like blew my mind a little bit how something that small and that detailed can make something in our life work so well and so easily. Morgan had this amazing aha moment where something just clicked inside of her. If chemistry could explain how lead appears on a piece of paper when writing, what else could it explain? Morgan's enthusiasm for the sciences continues in our AP Chemistry class this year. 
What makes it even better is that for Morgan, every chemistry class seems to bring another interesting revelation. So, there you have it. Many factors are at play when it comes to a girl's decision to take an interest in STEM, or make them avoid it altogether. Some girls developed an interest on their own, while other times, parents and or teachers pushed them to think deeper about the subject. But honestly, I think the reason that many girls don't choose STEM is not a matter of having low confidence or a low self-esteem. Especially in our day and age, more girls are comfortable and thrive under competitive circumstances. The race to captivate young women to join the STEM industry is now a matter of introducing girls to an area of STEM that inspires them. When they are passionate, they will jump into the vast pool that is science, tech, engineering, and math. We as a society should start exposing girls to the wonder of STEM at an earlier age in more subtle ways than throwing worksheet after worksheet at them or forcing them to study for 10 hours. It's time to give more girls, especially in middle school and high school, that aha moment that Morgan had, that incredible, wonderful feeling when you feel like you can apply a broad concept like math or chemistry to something that occurs in our everyday life. To all the girls out there, I urge you to open your eyes to the possibility of this industry. It doesn't just have to be solving boring equations or writing code in a dark room for hours. Look at the things you find interesting, and you will find connections to math and science everywhere. Did you know that every time you score in basketball, that the arc the ball makes is actually a parabola? All the syncopated rhythms in R&B and rap music is all math. Even our basic GPS system uses coded algorithms to get us to our destination. Ladies, if we don't work together, the gender gap will only get worse. We need to join forces to create a diverse workforce where women can feel safe and comfortable. Don't think of STEM as a struggle or a challenge. It should just be something that girls just want to have fun exploring. I'm Nikila Nanduri and thank you for joining us today.